This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know how Chad and I feel about therapy. We talk about it constantly. You know how we feel about BetterHelp. Give your thoughts a break. Help yourself out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash somewhere today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash somewhere. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? It's not my chainsaw you're hearing. My neighbors can't pick how many fucking trees they want to cut down in one week. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. It's wonderful to be here, Chad. Important follow-up question to your opening statement. Did they hire a company, or are you witnessing what is one of my favorite Midwestern traditions? Uh, I like to call it whose dad or uncle might get killed by a tree today. I love it. Yeah, it's definitely not that. These guys are the real deal. Okay. They have the harnesses on. They have helmets. They have GoPros. It's as if they were going spelunking, and then they got here, and they're like, there's no caves. Well, let's cut these trees down. And so I don't really know what's going on, but they've been at it for two weeks, took several days off, and now they're back. Uh, the chainsaw, the guy almost pulled the cord on the chainsaw as I click the link to hop into the Zoom room. It was pretty fantastic. I like that uh, they have GoPros on because it just further confirms my suspicion that every job in the foreseeable future will be whatever that job is slash content creator. Yeah, well, speaking of content creator, I really think that so in, in this house we bought, there aren't any window coverings. And so in our office, where I do this uh, podcast, there are no, there's a couch in here, right? I'm sitting on a couch, mm-hmm. you can see that. But there are no curtains. So everyone can see in the windows. Um, and there are like lights, and there's a camera, and everything's set up. So it looks like a casting couch porn studio. Love it. And I'm sure that uh, my neighbors were like, well, we want to watch. Cut down all these fucking trees. So now all the trees are gone. They're cutting. They're like, oh, we still can't see that one part of the couch. We need to cut this tree down. Have you ever been the regular man or watched regular men be like, I can cut that huge tree down? Have you ever been around it? Yeah, I've, I cut trees down at the cabin. Big, thick. Are we talking a big, sturdy oak? What sort of tree are we talking about? We are talking a big, sturdy oak, yeah. There was a, one of our neighbors was like, hey, we can cut our own tree down. And uh, my good friend Eric Grimes up north at our cabin, because we're old lake money, not new lake money. Uh, sure. My family owned a resort. Uh, and so what these, they didn't understand the like, hey, when this tree falls, just because you're cutting in one spot doesn't mean it for sure will fall. They were basically sawing and going, now fall that way. 
and it became oh, just pr- just hoping for it yeah like the, the, they were no saying chain. rabbit like like they were trying to get the smoke from a bonfire to go away from them yeah yeah just ho- just hoping it became very apparent to everyone who'd ever been a human being about 30 percent into their process we we're like that's gonna it's gonna land on your house get the children yeah. out that's gonna go on to the they were able to my friend eric came over and he's like what if we put this rope around it this strap and we tied that yep. to a truck and we pulled it he saved their home and uh whoever was hanging out in it at the time but yeah, yeah. I, I love it, a good it, i love the overly confident i work at a bank but fuck you i can cut this tree down i saw <laughs> i saw um yeah, I work with numbers, and this is one tree, so I can do it. Um, I saw a guy strap a, a rope to the bottom part of a tree when they were cutting it, and he basically hooked it up to a vehicle and then started pulling it, and it didn't pull down. It basically just dragged the tree for like 20 yards standing straight up. It was insane. So they just moved it, into, and then it crashed into a shed, and a bunch of uh, other trees that they didn't want to have to cut down, and then they had to because they, uh, it, it was awesome. Like that, that kind of shit. When you see, uh, like, yes, dudes that don't know but think they can. Mm-hmm. When that kind of stuff goes crazy, I mean, listen, I got my mom's car stuck on a beach because I thought it was lighter than sand. So I'm right there with you. The fact that my cabin's still standing is incredible. Listen, I ran a jet ski into a boat lift because I thought jet skis had brakes. So we are the same. We should not be. I don't think our neighbors should even be allowed to own chainsaws on the off chance that (laughs) one of us is like, hey, can I get a hold of that chainsaw for a day, Bill? Yeah, they're like, hey, can you can you just come help me for a sec? They should they should never do that with us. Now, this, this uh, kind of goes into what I was going to talk about before. I was in uh, Arlington, Virginia, and I went across the Potomac River where there are probably thousands of bodies still unaccounted for. And yeah. uh, I, I went over to Washington, D.C. to see all the houses, the white one, and, uh, and then some of the other ones mm-hmm. with the memorials, all you the memorials toured. of Washington. You're telling me I toured it. you toured it. Yeah. Now, let me tell you a little something about this. Uh, when you walk by the World War II Memorial and the Vietnam Memorial, and you don't have to go look at it because you know you come from a long line of cowards and there's not one name that you'd recognize on that wall, it is humbling. It's a humbling experience. I thought to myself, <laughs> hey, I should go look. And then I go, for what? For what? All my all my relatives, like I met, they never went to war. They were just here the whole time, <laughs> cheering. Well, it not was, all uh, of them. A, let's be very real. Not all of them were here the whole time. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying like, uh, I think that the, the Vietnam War ended right before my dad would have had to go into the draft. What is he? But is he an escape to Canada guy? Is he a cut his foot off guy with a lawnmower? Is he a pretend to be a pacifist? What's his? What do you think he does? I think he somehow talks someone into letting him make copies of the keys for their car and steals them, 
and does something like that. I don't know. I mean, he's good at evading, but I'm not sure what he would have done. I don't think he would have gone to war. I mean, he couldn't even go to prison. Correct. Yeah. So that's uh, that's interesting to me. So that's that's the kind of that's the kind of people I come from. I come from uh, people like that. Now, um, yellow bellies. Now, yeah, exactly. Now let's talk about your family. Let's talk about your family. Um, so just to be clear, hold on. We will talk about my family, and we are going to talk okay. about this. But you, the when we started before this show, we were like, I was like, what do you want to talk about? And we decided to talk about Washington, and then we're going to talk about my thing. That was the that was the all I have la- is that. that was the laziest path. Let me do. That's all I have. I just have the fact that you we were walking even, around. I, that was, oh, I don't. I, we didn't do anything else. We saw um, a dance troupe that they were trying to uh, shoot a video, but they were going in slow motion. And I assume in order to speed it up to the song later, but they couldn't hit the dance moves in full speed. So we saw stuff like that, but we didn't really. I don't know. We didn't I just really think it was much. an amazing. It was an to have someone skate through a topic and also hit their mark on the transition so efficiently. This is what you did. You're like, I went to Virginia, I saw all the houses, and fam and families live in houses. And speaking of families, like. <laughs> <laughs> I did do that. Listen, after last week, if you think I'm going to waste a good story on the show that might not get recorded, you're fucking crazy. I feel like I'm not the I only am giving one. You, I'm giving you the bare minimum. I feel like, did I, did I derail, is forever lost to the annals of middle of somewhere history? Is that my, correct. But let's not you, pretend. You've asked me. I stand on that mountain alone. <laughs> Absolutely, you stand and speaking on a mountain of alone. mountains, Chad. I, uh, I, you, you have told me, Chad, you have to bring stories to the show, and, the, and you know what? You're right. I will never disagree because I've said it too. I've said, I've said, you know, I don't do a lot in the business side. I can at least bring stories that would be fair, and so I brought my heart and soul to that last episode, and you, in the middle of it, I saw you look down. And move your hand, and I didn't know what you were doing. You were obviously stopping your recording because you were sick of me succeeding with my funny fucking stories. I had a bunch of them. I gave you four of them. They was were hot. There were it was four, but it filled the episode. And you know what? I might release just my half of the audio onto the Patreon. I haven't decided yet. I don't know how to get on the Patreon because I told you I don't do the business part, but God damn it, if I knew how, I would release just my side of the audio onto the Patreon. Have you ever listened so here to I just, am. Have you ever listened to and I mean like I I have to always check to make sure that the audio recorded correctly. That's how I learned of our mistake last week. My mistake. But honestly, we're like a professional sports franchise. It's not just one moment or one guy that causes a loss. You know, we're not going to no, do it that. Is. We're not going to No, it is. We're not going to point fingers. Listen, fingers. I haven't listened. I haven't listened to your explanation before the Mike Lester episode, but I should go back and listen cuz if there's a bunch of wees and uses, I will burn your fucking house down. This is I not I will burn it down. You know why I won't burn your house down? Do you want to know why I won't burn your house down? Because there's someone special in there. I, we are not the sort of 
we are not the sort of team or family here that blames because I didn't I didn't agree to be on a team. The family that blames is a family that something that rhymes with blames. Okay, let's you know fucking what I like? do it. I like Chad. golf. I like golf. I like singles tennis, and I like stand up comedy because the only person you have to count on is yourself. Now, you. Okay. You okay. have to count on other people. Okay. And you have to be counted on now more than ever. Okay. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Say it out loud. I have a child. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. I've been waiting for so long. I've been waiting through the pregnancy. I have been waiting through the birth. I have been waiting for the first question mark amount of months of this child's life. Yeah. Now, it's not my place to tell people about your baby. Mm -hmm. But I have tried to give little Well, first secrets. of all, our baby. Hints. Our baby. Our, our, our baby. baby. I've tried to give hints. I've tried to give little little uh, Easter eggs. Inside You've dropped views. a lot of yes, Easter, Easter eggs. eggs. I've dropped a lot. If you go back and listen, you'll hear me. It's uh, like watching the sixth sense, knowing that he's been dead the whole time. Right? Uh, what? He was dead? <laughs> I was going to watch that tonight. You son of a bitch. Um. So I, I, I so, I've got yeah. some explaining to do. Yeah. So let me. Yeah, you do. Let me. I would like to make my opening statement. And I'd like to say something too when you're done. I'd like to talk about the 10,000 Laughs Festival when we announced it to a live crowd in Minneapolis because the way you announced it, it was like a shock and awe. It was interesting. So we found out, as everybody knows, I would like, I've always, I would, I wanted to have a human. That's been a big thing on Uncle Sai's list for quite some time. The health you issues. Stop calling yourself Uncle Sai. I'm still an uncle. Yeah, start calling yourself you Papa. No, I'm still an uncle. I know. So also, I because you're chatty daddy, I think I have to be Papa Sai. So sounds yeah. like Papa Shot. Fun. So here is with my health issues. We thought uh, we were never going to have kids. Um, right. And that, as someone who had always wanted to have kids, that was a a pretty wild thing to make peace with hold on i i honestly i knew i know we said we were going to do this i can't do it this feels like lying to me Sai doesn't have a baby <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry that we did this to you and guess what i'm kidding it was a double kidding he does have a baby keep going i'm the just energy enjoying chad let me let me make I'm just this, enjoying this roller coaster ride. Let me make my pre-opening statement, and then I'll return to my opening statement. My pre-opening okay. statement is that uh, my closest of friends, uh, Chad Daniels, has I have watched him, a man who he not only loves me, not only loves this baby, uh, and, and is thrilled for me. I also know that a he doesn't like secrets. Uh, I know that that was that was tough for me. I know there's a lot of I know you got a lot of they call it trauma learning around the idea of secrets. And well, the phrase secrets are lies, right? <laughs> secrets are lies. You're allowed to keep a secret. It's It wasn't my business. And that's what I had to keep telling myself. This is not my secret. 
even though there were times it would have made it so much easier to explain to the audience, hey, give us a fucking break. Yeah. There's a new baby involved. Or there's, uh, you know, J- Jenna passed out not because of the smell of food, because she was eight months pregnant or whatever. It would yes. just... So it, that so that was hard for me to have to sit and listen to you fidget your way through it. And yeah, that's right. Fidget. Look it up. I think that's one of the things that like you get on your nope, that's an anal fissure. So fissure. 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 That's a different thing. So I know that was hard for you because of your trauma learning and I also know that uh, <laughs> you guy who doesn't bring sh- uh, stories to the show uh, and and let's be clear. Well, I I used to not, but then last I guess there's no happened. record of it. Yeah, I mean we no we built we built all these years up to last week when you finally did it, and I blew it. And I apologize to the audience, unbelievable for what has gone wrong here. But I told I a story also about know, Jeff Dunham once. I think I <laughs> I think if I each episode opened up with like I still have that baby, you'd be like I've got seven things to say. So I really also hurt your ability to succeed on the show. So that's my pre I don't want to succeed. I just want to come in when I when I think of something funny, I just want to come in and say it and the rest of the time you can talk about this baby. We you know what? We can change the fucking name of this to the baby of somewhere. I don't care. So, back to the opening statement. So I had wanted to have a child for right. a very long time. Uh, it didn't seem like it was going to happen because of the health complications. And so I spent a significant amount of time making peace with that. Uh, right. And I thought I mostly got there. Um, there's a whole nother, that's a whole nother detour that we don't need to do today. But when we moved to Cincinnati to work with the incredibly talented and unique Eric Oliver is his name. He runs a place called Beyond Exercise in uh in cincinnati he is a manual therapist who has an understanding of the body and fascial issues and joints he has essentially it's is a little corny but saved my life saved my ability to have a life i mean you you and i have spent a lot of time together back when i was a normal back when i was a normie We have spent a lot of time together through my sickest when I couldn't project my voice and I couldn't do the show for six months. And then we've spent a lot of time since then as I'm not, I haven't returned to any version of normalcy. There's still a lot of stuff going on, but I am standing, I am moving, I am talking, I am existing in a lot of ways that I didn't. And ejaculating. Now, I'd like to say... led to the ejaculating. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Eric is part of our championship weekend. Yeah. And just if he's listening, I'm glad you're getting all these accolades, but I'm coming for you, bitch. How so, about that? So he, uh, the my health improved to a place where we didn't think it would, and we got to take a shot at it, both figuratively and literally. And so, yeah. and just if anybody, I know there are people at home like, how'd they do it? What I actually did was I, uh, we set up a Rue Goldberg style machine uh where i ejaculate into like what looks like a mini you know like those little carts that are in mines that carry gold 
into one of those and then it rides down and it hits a, a marble and that rolls and then it flicks it to here. So anyways, so I get ejaculate into my wife and so what we're saying is uh, Jenna's vagina is the game mousetrap. And it worked. Uh, it yeah. worked. Um, and then and, and I'll come back. We'll circle back. I can tell you a couple things. But because it took so long to get pregnant, because we didn't think it was going to be a thing, we we just wanted to have a, a private pregnancy. Uh, right. Things can go wrong, you know, and that's it's not like we're going to get to try this a lot. So we just we really wanted to keep that under wraps and, and navigate our way through it. Um, and then the baby was born uh, in J- <laughs> you're Everybody's going to be so mad. <laughs> the baby was yeah. born in July. <laughs> yes, he or she sure was. The baby was born in July. And, uh, and I did, you know, I, we didn't want to tell, like, we wanted to kind of enjoy that moment, uh, with our closest friends and family. We're not big social media kids people. Uh, and so what's, what I happened. So just for the listeners, just for the listeners here, I wasn't told until October. That's, you are a liar. <laughs> You've broken your oath. So the, uh. In that process, in the first couple months, or first even couple weeks, I noticed this thing, and this isn't, uh, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, make an excuse, uh, but everything we've done has been very public. Like, you're a comedian, and you and I, as comedians, we like to talk about our lives. We like to tell stories. I talk about my dad, my brother. You're talking about your kids. On this show... We've talked about Kevin, your kids, you and Kelsey's relationship, me and my wife's relationship, my my journey with getting sick. Like everything has been very public facing and right. and that's okay. I've loved that. I've loved sharing that. This has been a very fun thing to do. In that moment after having the baby, I noticed this unique thing that I was experiencing, which was sharing this moment, this kid with only the people that were the closest to me in the whole I'm concerned by doing this that uh, there are people that I love that probably don't know I have a kid there's somebody's gonna send me a text (laughs) that's like hey you fucking asshole we're cousins like that's what I'm yeah that's what I'm worried about uh but we were you know it was it was so great to share it with you and and Joel and my family and in this way that just felt the only reason we were enjoying the child, the only reason we were experiencing all this was for the experience of it. And I, I don't know if that makes sense to anyone, but it was just this, it's been this like really beautiful, wonderful time with the people I love the most. And, uh, and so that's why it took a little bit longer to tell everybody that there's well, right. I mean, not that anyone probably like gives a shit. You know, I think that's I'm I'm being oh, a little too self-important here, but that's that's I don't think that's true. I think people do care because uh, because of all the stuff we have shared. But I will tell you that, you know, as much shit as I gave you when you told me the reasons and everything, um, it made sense. It's not anyone else's decision. Yeah. Right? You get to do whatever you want with your son or daughter. 
And uh, I don't I don't know if we're telling that part. It's a so, boy. Uh, I had a boy. It's a boy. I had okay. the king of the the heir to the throne, the the number one grandbaby. Uh, actually, here's the thing. I can't have that. I I need this. We've got a lot of nephews and nieces. There's like 16 or 17 of them. I want this guy to have low pressure, low pressure right. for this little bundle. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, so when we, um, you gave me a little bit of a stress relief. So so. Again, none of my business, not my choice to make, <clears throat> but still a little stressful because, you know, I have this no lying thing and I really had to dig down. I mean, I talked about this in therapy. You want to get fucking crazy. I talked about this in therapy because I'm like, I feel like I'm lying. And then finally he was just like, well, it's not your thing. You don't, you just don't talk and it's not a lie. And I'm like, still feels like a lie. And he's like, no, it does. So anyways. So can I ask you a question (laughs) about that? So like when we, because we've been doing this show for what feels like 30 decades. And there was a time period where you had a significant other. And it was like, what's been really interesting and what's been wonderful to watch is the public facing nature of you and Kelsey's relationship. Um, And I like it for two reasons. One, because I can tell that one of my best friends in the world is truly in a happy, like to see you posting on Instagram about your relationship, that is such a departure from who you are and who I've always known you to be that I know that that means that there are some walls that have come down. But it also means I get to make fun of you for being an old man who posts about his girlfriend on social media. It's yeah, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. But the reason I I brought that up is uh, like you had dated another person who was also a wonderful gal, had a nice relationship. Mm -hmm. But that was a much more private facing like that was and I don't know the reasons behind that but during that do you think that because it was your choice to keep that kind of off the show or keep that kind of quiet like how did the I'm genuinely curious how because I did feel bad I will uh, Jenna and I had several conversations where I was like I think I gotta I think we gotta tell people I'm starting to worry about Chad Um, <clears throat> so the, the relationship before was, um, sometimes off and on. And so I never knew, I, I, I didn't have a confidence in that. Sure. And this one, um, you know, I hate to say it, but I was like, right away, I was just go, Oh, when do you want to, when do you want to buy a house and do all the things that people do? When do you want to buy a house so, and fuck on a couch in front of our neighbors after they cut their trees down? <laughs> Yeah, when do you want to when do you want to buy a lot that's going to cost other people money to check us out? <laughs> um yeah, so so that's that's why that happened. I mean, I've I've thought about that too, but it's just it just is and and this I have no fear of uh telling people. By the way, this is the easily the funniest episode of Middle of Somewhere ever. But I had no I told you it wouldn't be good. I told you it'd just be I know. a bunch of reveals. No, and this is this is okay. This is okay. So I just knew with with Kelsey that um I didn't uh are you brushing your hair? So here's this thing that's been happening. Jenna has these hair brushes. Let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. <laughs> the reason I'm okay with 
you know, putting everything out to the public with Kelsey is because I don't have any fear that it's going to go away. Okay, that's great. Right? I don't, I, cause, because before I was like, well, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the confidence to go full court press on this because it's always in shambles. Not always, but you get it. And I just, I. Oh, is, is that your baby? I, yes, there's a baby crying in the background. This hairbrush, and we'll get back to that. This is a hairbrush. You ask, am I brushing my hair? Well, Chad, this hairbrush is made by the company Swissco. It's a big rectangular hairbrush. Jenna, it's Jenna's hairbrush. And one day when I woke up, I went in there and I gave a little brush to my hair. And I was like, oh my gosh, that feels like a head massage. And so- I got a question. Is this a sponsor? They're not. And so- Yeah, well then what are you doing? Fill out the paperwork so we can get paid for the other stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, Swissco, it's your wife's brush. But if you use it to comb your hair, it'll feel like tiny tickles on your scalp. And so now she's had to buy a second brush because I just have this brush by me you know, I've, this is the brush. You know this story. It's the brush of uh, the, the mold guy came in. I answered the door with the hairbrush. I love the hairbrush. I like to brush yeah, my hair. I like to scratch I've my skull. I've seen you carry that brush more than your child. Now, let's get back to some So stories. we had a son in yes. July. We waited. We waited too long to tell you guys. He also, you know, he had a little bit of a, a little bit of a hiccup with some sleep apnea stuff. So we had to get through all that. And by the time we got through some of that stuff, it was so close to Christmas. Chad said, let's do it as a Christmas gift to the people. And uh, <laughs> if nothing else, I am a champion for the people, not of, but for the but people. For the people. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's uh, getting close to the end of the year, and let me ask you a question. Who the hell turned the lights off at 4.30? It is dark all the time. This is a great time to, as we say on the show, uh, get your oil changed, you know. When you're driving your car around, you don't wait for the motor to start smoking, do you? The engine, you, you, you bring it in and you change the oil to make sure it doesn't start smoking, and that's the idea behind therapy, especially... Now that we're coming up on the holidays and it's getting dark early, we have Thanksgiving, Christmas, uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, all, all these things are coming up. And, uh, you know, I miss my grandpa and grandma. I'll tell you that right now. Of course I do. And then, of course, you have the stresses of financial stuff. It's, it's I want this and I want that from everybody that you ask a, a li list from. So, uh, you know, this is the time. This time of year can be a lot. And it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it. But adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot amid all of the stress and change. Something to look forward to, like I say, change the oil to make you feel grounded and give you some tools to manage everything going on. And that's the key thing. It's the tools, right? This isn't about weakness or anything like that. It's like if you if you were putting up pictures and, and you were going to put a screw in the wall, you wouldn't use your fingernail. You'd go find a screwdriver. So why not do it for your brain? I'm telling you. I have benefited from therapy. There is no doubt about that. I think everyone in my life, if you know someone in my life, why don't you ask them? I promise you, it's true. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Okay, find the bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash somewhere today to get 10% off your first month. 
That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash somewhere. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, we, I have probably 10 million stories. Uh, I have, I'll have stories going forward. Um, I will tell you a couple of things right off the bat here. Well, before, hold on, I have a question. Is, is he walking? He's not walking. You'd think, oh my God, given the Amundsen genes, that he's, you know, idiot. So he, uh, a couple of things. One, so we had to, uh, we have had to, long story short, because of the sleep apnea thing, he had to have a, he has to wear, he had to wear oxygen for a period of time. Yes. Yeah. Like, uh, and so, uh, no, no big deal. Uh, everything's going great, but, uh, that means he can't, and he had to have a little bit of surgery in his throat, uh, in September. And so that means he can't go to daycare, which means, right. you know, we've had to hire a nanny. And, uh, when we were in the process of, and I know everybody is like, we don't care, talk about the baby, but I have to tell you the most absurd thing. So, when we went to hire a nanny, we interviewed some people online, found a couple of candidates that we thought were great. The first person, you know, I live on a lake, obviously, Chad, me and the baby. Ugh. The baby's a lake baby. Uh, so we had the first interview. There's a clubhouse on the lake. And we had the first interview down there. And we went and met the person down there. And it was very sun exposed. And it mm -hmm. was very hot and very difficult. So we thought after that, we're like, well, we got to we got to have the next episode on the deck. You know, the deck underneath on the back of the house has cover at my house and it, it's a yep. lot better situation. So we texted the second candidate. We're like, just come to the house. And so they got there and I happened to be outside and I was like, why don't you come? Like I go, well, my wife will grab the baby and she'll come around back. Let's, uh, why don't you come around <laughs> the outside of the house? And I, she, I had done all the interviewing. I did all the virtual interviews. I set everything up. I went through everything. Jenna was just the one who came in at the end to meet everybody and make a decision. And so mm -hmm. I, I realized as I was telling this adult woman, Hey, just come around the house. She took like three steps and then you could see the look in her eyes where she was like, I have never seen this wife. I have never seen this baby. I don't know if any of this is real. And now I'm walking yeah. around to the back. It was serial killer 101. Like, come on, there's a baby <laughs> down there. Come on back oh my where God. people can't hear screams. Was she a listener to the show? I uh, had no idea you had a baby. Um, that's a... <laughs> That's so, I didn't even think about the not having seen the wife or the baby. You were just doing the interview. <laughs> also, oh my God, the Ohio, the Ohio non-lake nanny killer the, uh, on the loose. The, 
I I don't know. You know when you go into like a casino or like a gas station and they have security cam photos of this person and it just says like this man's a thief, right? Right. And they're like, don't let this guy into the store. I would bet our OBGYN has one of those of me up that they're like, this guy runs a lot of bits and we're not interested. He's going to, if he has a second baby, we are not. If he has a second baby, he's going to have to do it elsewhere. I, there can't be a less enjoyed dad in the history of dads at our OBGYN. I would think a lot of vagina jokes because you're in the place where they do the vagina stuff. I would think a lot of that. And also the fact that you just said, um, if we have a second baby, we are not. I mean, for all the listeners know, they probably think you're already pregnant again. (laughs) So I think you're just it was. I will. Here's the thing. You can't have a bunch of like. It's a hard place to not to run bits. You had kids. Of course. What do you what am I supposed to go into this room where they ask all these questions that every single one of them is riffable? You want to just put me in a riffable situation with a with a a plastic uh diagram of a uterus? What are you talking about? This is yeah. this is a place for humor. What's with your serious attitude and your entire staff's lack of jokes? Um the yeah, you're, you're gonna have a model of all of that <clears throat> plus six like ketchup bottles restaurant ketchup squirt bottles full of lube and you don't think i'm gonna go at that thing at least pull it apart it's it's removable parts are removable Je- it's uh it's a mess in there jenna got sent in to get induced and they thought like, hey, we have to induce you. And so they sent her to the hospital. And then she spent two nights in the hospital. And they're like, we actually think we're going to wait about a week. And uh, But how that came about is the doctor came in and basically gave us a choice. They were like, they, by the way, when you have a kid, everybody's like, here's all the stuff. But you got to choose in case something goes wrong. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I didn't study the human reproductive organs or the miracle of life in school. So I don't know that I should pick whether or not my wife goes home right now. Uh, But so they're like, they said, hey, you could either get induced right now and it'll, it'll, it'll be a process. You know, it's, it's, you're not dilated enough. Or you can go home, monitor blood pressure very closely. If this, this, or this happens, you go right in, you know, that sort of thing. And so uh, we decided, we asked her, Our I really loved our doctors, by the way. That should be noted that their exhaustion with me is not reflected in my appreciation for them. And... <laughs> Uh, the, we were in there and it was a very tense moment because her blood pressure had gotten high. It was very serious. It was early in the morning and we asked the doctor what she would do. And she said, you know, I think I would go home and monitor it. And we're like, is there anything, uh, is there anything that we can do to hasten the process? And she said, go home and have a lot of sex. And without missing a beat, I very seriously looked into her eyes and said, do I need to be concerned about the baby also getting pregnant before it's born and least funny moment in the history of that hospital 
Yeah, uh, nobody like that because that's uh, you. You're going for funny, but you're landing on kid touching. You're landing on. You're landing on getting your unborn son pregnant, and that's a tough joke. But the way I delivered it, the way I, I landed it, it, I don't see it happening. Such with such conviction and seriousness. Do I need to worry about a preg? Do I need to worry about a Russian nesting? pregnant nesting do i need to worry about a russian nesting pregnancy situation here i think that was a very good moment um well the doctors beg to differ now i'd like to talk about the moment that we told the crowd that came out to the live middle of somewhere sure that we did in uh at the ten thousand laughs because that was your and i's compromises or compromises compromise because all great marriages are built on compromise Right. I want to go to Florida. Well, I want to go to Cuba. And then you end up vacationing in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Compromise sucks. Now, I would say when we walked out on stage at the end of the show, we went back up and I said, uh, you said, hey, uh, I've always admired you being a great dad. And I said, and I'm very excited because you are a great dad. And then the crowd went, oh. And then you said, that's right. Um, and then people people cheered. Sure. They cheered. And then uh, you said, we have, we have. We already have not, him. We're He's, going that, to have. The reveal was he was already born. And it was, uh, it was an eruption of excitement and anger. <laughs> it was very interesting. It was like, they were excited that at the thought of you guys being pregnant and almost pissed off <laughs> that it was the kid was already out fully fully cooked it was great it was a really really fun moment i'm furious we don't have it on tape uh you know that's how we no, do things why, why would we do it no loss is anyone's fault uh did should hay bales have it on tape Perhaps, but did we win as a team? The show wins as a team and loses as a team last week. Chad and I corrupted my win? file and we missed when does an it episode. Win? Have we won? When are we winning? We haven't um, won a lot. I will also tell you, so Jenna, uh, Jenna, when the, when the birth happened, uh, so she was never pumped about that part as I... It's like when you meet one of those moms, like, I can't wait to carry life and birth it. You're like, oh, I, I think we're cut from a yeah. different cloth, man. Um, <laughs> it was the joy of my life to carry you. It wasn't wasn't the joy of your skin. Looks painful. Don't want it. Yeah. Jenna wasn't pumped about that part. So as the days grew near her, uh, we knew like that she was going to have one of those, I don't want to moments which i think is very common yep yep and i would think so so we went in after we came home from the hospital we went in back in and we realized they called us and like all right you know only a week after that you can only go one week after that so you have to pick a day this week to have the baby so we called in and there was only one day available so it was decided so it was imminent and on that uh day in the morning Jenna was not ready to be in that mind frame. And so okay. I came outside and I found her at all the way pregnant. You came you came outside. Interesting that you got her pregnant. I came outside uh, and I, in the 
Cincinnati July heat in the middle of the day, like early morning. Like, so it's fucking hot. It's like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. She is on her hands and knees, steam cleaning the seats in the car. Don't need them. They're pretty clean. But she is doing that like it's not real. I, it's just a normal day. I don't even I'm cleaning know the this seats. Story. <laughs> and then, well, uh, really putting in a full day's work being a uh, car detailer, uh, she was like, oh, I think this is a bummer word. A lot of bummer words, by the way, with pregnancy. There's a yeah, lot of bummer words. She goes, I think my mucus plug came out. Um, yeah. And uh, I said, I don't, I'm not even going to Google that. Uh, and so, but I, I had a, uh, we separated out. We're like, hey, Jess, my brother Jess was here and um, I had to get some stuff done that was pertinent for work. And because she didn't, she's like, I don't think my water broke. I don't think this mucus, she goes, it might be this. I don't, she never had a baby before. And uh, so Jess was just going to run her over to the OBGYN. And when, I think when they showed up, they're like, sweet, it's the brother. It's not him. Let him in, unlock the doors. And so they go in and she's literally standing on the scale. And she's like, I think my, and her water breaks on the scale. Whoa. And the whole time we've been told, hey, there is, this is not how it works. Like, it's not like TV where all of a sudden goosh, uh, but that sure happened. And then she went into another room and they came in there like, oh, is everything all right? And she's like, I think my, and then it like more, it just kept happening. And so then, you know, my brother, Jess, reliable, sturdy, honest, caring, also stresses out easy. <laughs> So there, they tell her, like, it's also not like on TV where it goes, your water broke. I can see the head. It's a much longer process. And so the doctors go, hey, we think you should go to the hospital right now. But, you you know, if you want to go home and pack a bag, have a sandwich, whatever, whatever, go ahead. So uh, Jenna comes out and alerts Jess as to the fluid situation and is like, we got to go to the hospital. Uh, call Cy. We'll meet him down there. And uh, she's like, I'd like to stop and get a burrito on the way. And the comical odd couple nature of my, I don't want to have this baby. And they said I could take my time wife versus my, oh my God, what if she has the baby in the car? I'm not prepared for this brother. Taking the 30 <laughs> minute trip down to Cincinnati. I would, the amount of pay-per-view I would pay to have had dash cams in that vehicle is absurd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be absolutely amazing. Well, I'm glad that it all worked out, of course. You know that. Now, I've I've met your son several times. Yes. And, and held him and all that good stuff. And I'm already, I got baby fever like crazy. And I course. think that's where this is headed. I think you need to reverse that vasect. And I think you need to crank a baby into Kelsey. And I think we should raise them together. Well, here's my big reveal is... We already have a baby. Is it mine? Is it me? Am I the it's, baby? It's a it's a new podcast. <laughs> 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 it's 
It's a what a transitionary a, plug. What a lead in and lead out of this episode. Let me. Here's the thing. We should talk about your new podcast. But can I tell you one other? Th- and we can talk more about all this stuff. I, I will say. For the listeners, like oh, oh, we can or we're going to. I mean, we have a thousand episodes to fill. I don't. Here's the thing. I I will be I will be enthused to talk about some stuff every once in a while. I am liking being a dad. I am liking I am liking the privacy of some moments. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the conversation that I'm gonna have to have with Jenna about this whole mucus plug thing that I just, this is part of the problem with why I can't, why we didn't tell people because I don't have any self-control. I don't have, you know how hard it was for me to not say what the worst joke I made in the OBGYN was because I need to, we need to keep our audience. It's hard for me to stay (laughs) on track. Uh, I will say the interesting thing that has happened is I, you, it is weird, and I think it's biological, obviously. Like, the most annoying thing parents do is when they go, as a parent, this blankety blank affects me in this way. But I will say that there's something funny that happens to the brain that I've noticed that when anything involving a child, good or bad, like when you see a professional athlete or, or, a, or a celebrity or somebody doing something wonderful, like in entertainment with their, with their son or daughter there, Or when you hear a story about something bad happening to a kid, especially those, it does ping your brain differently. I don't think you need to go out and, you know, put on a TED talk every time it happens. Like, here's how this feels as a parent. But that is one of the things I have noticed is anything that happens about kids hits me differently than it ever has. Yeah. I mean, that's um, I feel you. I feel you a lot. I feel, you know, anytime I am hanging out with comedians and they make like a some sort of joke you know it'll be whatever women or whatever and then you can you can tell who's a dad of a daughter in the room Mm -hmm. and and you know there there are obviously comedians that are like fucking watch your mouth and they don't have any kids at all Mm -hmm. but it's just interesting because you can kind of look around and be like all right well which one of us dads is going to throw the first punch yeah who's who's gonna who's gonna handle this situation yeah Let's do, let's talk, let's talk about your baby because you, let's talk about my, you on that casting couch of yours have well launched another podcast. Kelsey made this announcement on her Instagram that said, we have big news and every single person that heard that <clears throat> thought it was wedding bells or baby shoes mm-hmm. for sure. And so then we said podcast and everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who's really important question. <clears throat> hypothetically let's say you guys get married okay okay in that hypothetical universe where even me bringing that up is uh i know you're gonna hate it because that's not an appropriate topic for the show let's say i don't hate it you guys are walking down that aisle who out there it's just me and huntsberger right who out there is competing for little kid duties like ring bearer flower girl because the the wiener high five twins are quite old their sister is older than that you don't have any other yeah. nephews and nieces and i right. listen to me right now isaac isaac are you listening it is wonderful to be married in your 20s without children enjoy your life <laughs> enjoy your young relationship travel have fun and let papa size son be the most important youngster at chad's wedding 
Well, here's the problem. If I if I let your son be like the ring bearer, he'd probably forget the fucking ring. I don't um, know that that's... So, what if he's, he's probably more Jenna than me. So we have a podcast called... He's the called longest pretend- baby in the world. He's so tall. Yeah, that is true. Um, we have a podcast called Pretend Problems. It comes out on Wednesdays, and it's not it's nothing like this show. So you can listen to both and not be, you know... Uh, it's, you're not going to hear a bunch of things. Now, we did talk about the 49ers game because that was kind of a, a bit of a date night. But otherwise, we don't have a lot of repeat topics. And uh, it's fantastic. You know, people can call in, they can listen. And you've also started a podcast, haven't you? Yeah, I'm really thrilled for you guys. Uh, I'd like to announce. So that's, we're expanding the middle of somewhere universe. Obviously, Chad is starting pretend problems with Kelsey. It's And you have listeners uh, write in and ask you dating advice questions that you answer at the end of the show, right? Right, right, yeah. And so I am also launching a solo project entitled uh, Real Problems. It is a response podcast, uh, a lot like The Talking Dead uh, after The Walking Dead. So mine will come out Wednesday afternoons. Uh, I will review uh, the stories they told, see if they crossed over with my program. And then obviously I'll have commentary on all their advice and whether or not you should take it. That'll be uh, Real Problems with Cy Amundsen every Wednesday, moments after Chad and Kelsey's show airs. Look for that on all of your podcast. <laughs> platform yeah and you can find pretend problems on youtube and that's actually for real now (laughs) i remember the day we were launching the podcast um kelsey had done a bunch of work of course she had to do all the computer stuff she got everything set up we put it on my youtube and uh i want to tell her how many people had watched already because i went in and looked And I was looking for her. I couldn't find her. And I go out to the garage and it is, she is steam cleaning the seats of the car. How about normally I let you end on a joke, uh, which is, it's generally a callback. Uh, That that was a nice one. But how about this? We owe the people. We owe the people. I hate... We, I hate using we. We as a team owe the people due to last week's technology issue. So how about this? I know uh, because Chad and I have lived it uh, that our new baby, uh, we, we didn't touch on a lot of stuff here. So there's been a lot of things that happened. So how about let's do a Patreon episode for free. Free because we owe the people a free because we moved sure. the Lester thing. So all you Patreon subscribers... Yep. We're going to do a full episode talking more about this, talk about the last five, six months. Um, We'll put it up there. If you're not a subscriber now, you can go to Patreon, middle of somewhere. You can get it for free. We only, on our Patreon, you only pay when, probably the only good decision we've ever made was not charging people monthly, only charging them per paid episode. We put some stuff up free, but like if we don't do something for three months, you ain't got to pay a dime, baby. So That's right. let's do that. Within the next week here or so, we will get a Patreon episode up. Uh, we'll let everybody know when it's happened on here. And we'll talk more about this. And uh, the baby's name is Sunday. Sunday. Whoa. And we decided they're going to find out anyway, Chad. 
I didn't know you were going to do that. Here I am, he or she, son or daughter, and you're giving names? Jesus Christ, Jenna's going to kill you. His name is Sunday Otis Amundsen, champion of babies. Uh, That's his name. I figured we could... Did you just say Amundsen? I'm not doing this with you right now. I'm not doing it with you. Did you just say Amundsen? That's how the name is pronounced. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.